Okay, hello guys. Um, I guess welcome to a special edition of a body slam show. I don't know what edition this is. This is not counting as our new ADHD podcast either. Uh, but we just received some news via Twitter from Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful that Tony Storm is gone from the company. That was the language that was used. And now it seems like we've got to update that kind of implies that it may be um, due to her asking for her release. But we're just kind of here to talk about our thoughts on this, how she got here, uh, maybe what's even could be next for her. Uh, Haley, do you want to start with what you're thinking right now? I know you had some thoughts prior to this. <laughs> well, I love Tony. first of all. I think that, you know, the way that she's kind of been treated on the main roster isn't, you know, my favorite. Yep. Um, and I think that they... I think that she could have cemented herself as a future star in this company. And I just, I, I'm all over the place right now. I don't even have thoughts. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I think we're all just super like sad yeah. to see this happen. Like I wish that in the first place, right. Perfect. I was sad in the first place that she wasn't on day one with Charlotte and that that match happened on SmackDown or whatever. Uh, Kylie, what are you thinking about this? It's just really confusing because yeah. WWE has female stars, but they've had the same female stars for many, many years. It's Charlotte and it's Becky and it's Bailey. And so Tony Storm is someone who could help fill that void and make more stars. She could have been like Bianca when Bianca was having right. that crazy run. But for whatever reason, it just didn't click and it didn't work. And they booked her. Oh, like there's more info on select. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to pull up my phone just so I could try to pay attention while this happens. PW Insider reports she asked for her release. I think that that's better. I, I Let me pull it up on the screen instead of trying to read it from the comments. <laughs> I think that's better. If she doesn't want to be there, she probably could have been used better elsewhere. I completely I agree. I completely agree. Mm-hmm. I'm going to check out um, Fightful Select right now also. Yeah, it's just really disappointing because she had such a big fan base going into WWE. Yes. And people were so willing to get behind her. And I think even when she was being booked, at, like, oh, yeah, there was, is more. I think people were still behind her. So she, if she asked for her release, I hope the best for her. I hope she finds a job. She'll find a job anywhere, but I hope it's somewhere where she can really thrive. But WWE could have done a lot with her, and they didn't. Yeah, and, and seeing how she ended, she ended with the pie face stuff with Charlotte and everything, yes. which is just like, one, what the hell was that? too it, it's kind of reminiscent of the stuff that we're seeing right now where they don't know how to book people who aren't in their in their title picture or who aren't the four horsewomen and that's extremely problematic honestly sucks to say it, that's one of the same things we see in aew right now is they they're mm -hmm. struggling to book people who aren't in the title picture and it's extremely disappointing i hope that this is her asking for her release this is exactly what i was thinking as well i saw some tweets about this also about juice robinson i think he's from new japan he's about to get his um yeah his mm -hmm. free agency started and people are saying that they might be looking to go together and they're actually probably getting married quite soon from what I've seen because of COVID and everything like that. Um, but what do you guys think about like the last couple of months she had in WWE? <laughs> because one, she wasn't, she wasn't yeah. around Two, She was in the queen's crown tournament, but she lost and how fast, yeah. like what? Like, literal two seconds. Yeah. yeah. Like the squash match rush. that was. Imagine yeah, having Tony Storm on your roster and not knowing how to utilize her. She's yeah. I, I, like, I, I don't even know what else to say. Like that whole match, 
honestly, that whole tournament, but specifically that match, the first round, and you're going to do it like that. And I, I think oh, it goes, oh, sorry. Nope, you go. I think it goes back to WWE trying to build baby faces by making them yes. look weak and the hopes that we'll sympathize with them. But Daniel Bryan was an anomaly, first of all. Second of all, Tony Storm has a fan base. She has a very passionate fan base, like so many other women in WWE. It's like they have these cult followings. And for whatever reason, WWE doesn't capitalize on that until we're back in a situation where it's Charlotte and Becky. And it's just so confusing because if you look at the men's division, not that the booking is, you know, perfect, but they do a better job of building people in the men's oh, division. Did this happen already? Oh, God. Oh, I'll have to check that out. Um, but I, I think it's super interesting because I posted the Bianca tweet that I guess went viral and, and kind of broke my Twitter page. Mm-hmm. And, and people were talking about how it's Bianca, Tony, and Rhea who are that next generation yes. of superstars. And I would even throw somebody in there like... Um, hmm. There, I, I thought of a person earlier and I forgot. Shotzi. That's who I said. Oh, yeah. You could even throw a Shotzi in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and create these new four horsemen, these new four pillars of the next division who you are going to need in five to ten years when Sasha and Becky and Charlotte and Bailey aren't there. And you need to start doing that now and that yeah. you can't continue to do that if they're still there. Like you look at the John Cena transition that we saw. They were so stuck trying to get a new baby face because they didn't have Roman correctly built right there, mm-hmm. but they were still trying to get, we still want John Cena and John Cena's leaving. So you need to have these stars ready to leave and people ready to replace them. And then also you need to have people who can come back and challenge these people, but they need to be stars in the first place. You could do um, Bianca versus Sasha. Again, when Sasha's in the Mandalorian, she's walking red carpet. She's the female version of The Rock. You bring her back to challenge Bianca again, and you do a crazy match like that. And that's what they want. That's the stuff that they're trying to go for, but it's not what's happening because they're not investing in the new stars. Looks like I'm already ranting. Okay. Where's and like it's, it's worrying because WWE is shifting developmental into this homegrown star system yes. where they're going to bring in non-professional wrestlers who aren't trained and train them themselves. But it's worrying because, one, I don't think there's a proof of concept that that works substantially, especially for women. Two, if they can't get people like Tony Storm over who had a fan base prior to being in WWE, who grew that fan base in WWE, how are they supposed to get someone who we don't know over, especially a woman? Exactly. And I've seen that a lot of these people that they're signing, like the next in line people and everything, you know, they may or may not get contracts down the line. Like, that's not what we're here to talk about. But, you know, some of them also have large cult followings. But again, if you can't get people invested into these characters from day one, it's not going to work. I'm I'm so concerned, especially about, like, when we do get a Cora Jade on the made roster. How are they going to adjust to her style of wrestling, her style that she would need for her booking? How are you going to maintain her looking strong? We want to see Io Shirai on the main roster, but what is going to happen with Io Shirai? Yeah. Are we going to get another Xia Li situation where she just turns into somebody who's representative of a stereotype? Like, I'm just so concerned of, of them saying, we want these new stars, we want these young stars. But, like, once you get them, how are you going to build them so they can maintain their stardom once all of these other women are gone? 
I, I'm just concerned because Cora Jade is a generation behind Bianca and Rhea and all yeah. of them. But how are you going to have a generation behind them when that generation isn't even set yet? Yeah, Cora Jade could be in WWE for the next two decades. Yeah. Like, she's that young. So she has a lot of life left in her. But how long is that life going to last if she's 20 years old and she doesn't get over and you make her look like a joke on the main roster? Is she ever right. going to get a push or is she going to get released? she gets over and you just don't care. Because that's yeah. what happened with Bianca and that's what happened with Rhea and that's what happened yeah. with Shotzi. They turned Shotzi heel when she got over. That's what happened with Tony now too. And look, at that's what happened with the men too. That's what happened with Keith. That's what happened with Karrion. We hit row. Oh my God, what? <laughs> Sorry. I, I did a whole rant about hit row when that happened. But like, how are we supposed to believe you that these people are stars and that you want them to get over when you haven't give us, given us a reason to believe in you? Exactly. That's all it boils down to, to be honest. And I think a lot of the people who watch Raw and SmackDown are aware of NXT and they know the yeah. talent. They might not watch NXT, but they're definitely plugged in. So when you bring these people from NXT to the main roster, you need to present them in the same way they were in NXT. And we're just not seeing that. And it's not enjoyable. The characters on the main roster, for the most part, you know, there's obvious exceptions, Roman, of course, they're not enjoyable. They're just cookie cutter and they're not fun. And when you get someone who's unique, like Tony Storm, like Cora Jade, why wouldn't you capitalize on that? I just don't understand the logic here. Well, I'm, I'm like at a loss for words when it comes to the situation because I'm hoping she asked for her release and that's what it seems like. Yeah. But like at the same time, how do you let somebody get to the point where they want to ask for their release, especially in a company where there's so much opportunity for that women's division to blossom? There's so many talented people on that women's roster on both Raw and SmackDown. Oh, my God. Even Shayna Baszler. Oh, Shayna, it was clear cut. Let her beat Becky. Yeah. Uh, no, it didn't happen. And Becky wanted to lose to her, too. Anyway, you know what? I'm going to take a chill pill. Haley, how do you feel? She's seething. Is that the word? <laughs> yes, no I'm word. like going through like all like ten stages of grief. Like <laughs> I don't know where I'm at right now, but I think I also wanted to make note of this because um, Kylie reminded me of it with NXT. But I think something that they severely lacked on with the black and gold brand version of NXT is bringing in more talent, like from the main roster down to NXT to help mm -hmm. also build them. I feel like they could have utilized that, but like the whole AJ Styles situation right now, like I would have liked to see that more and I still would like to see more of that, but also will they? Yeah, and trust them. <laughs> the only thing I can really, exactly. Like pies, like 100%. And it, you know, Every time there's a situation like this where a woman is released, who and I think she's in her prime, yeah. it, I think back to the Ronda Rousey debut and how how much WWE was behind her and they put everything behind her and they threw her in the main event. And she's with Becky and she's with Charlotte and she's doing all these things. And the fans might not have liked her, but there's no doubt that the WWE machine was behind her. And I just don't understand... Ronda was great. I just don't understand how the machine can't be behind someone as talented a wrestler as Tony Storm. It makes no sense. You're a professional wrestling company. As much as you want to deny it, you are. And fans want to see There's good wrestling. It's entertainment. 
Kylie? That's a tax loophole. (laughs) (laughs) Ember. Ember is also a super great shout. She was also super great wrestler. Moved down to NXT because the booking on the main roster wasn't right for her. And then the booking on NXT wasn't right for her either. She left while it was like turning into NXT 2.0, right? Yeah, on the cost. Yeah. But I, I do think with Ember, her in-ring work in NXT the second time around, I think her in-ring work really excelled. I think she yeah. was allowed to do a lot of different things, given her role on the main roster. Right, yeah. I Also, this is a weird, a weird argument to make, but I want to think back to Dana Brooke when she was first like on the main roster, right? We saw like lots of potential in her. She looked like a person that Vince would like blonde hair, like pretty muscular, mm-hmm. like and could decently work, right? But they still failed to put the machine behind her when it was like time. She had some momentum, like she was gonna go for a championship, and it, it seemed like mm-hmm. that was the path that she was gonna take. But then it was like, oh no, we're gonna put the belt right back on Charlotte. So like it's like a default button that they press. I honestly thought that Tony Storm was going to beat Charlotte so Charlotte could get, like, one yeah. more reign. You know how they always yeah. do, like, 30-day reigns like they did with Nikki? That's what I was expecting with Tony. I was like, oh, she got the look. She can go. They'll just give her, like, a 30-day title reign, you know? And it would have been super um, WWE for that to happen. And now I'm so shocked. And also, the, I talked about this off air. Also, the fact that when some people ask for their release, they get denied. But Tony she asked for her release and, and she got her release which i was i'm i'm very concerned about i i think it's an interesting interesting way to go out um what do, what do you guys think about where she might go next i just somebody said in the comments that brit teased um teased mm-hmm. a match with her i'll try to pull up that tweet while you guys want to talk about it so i definitely think aw is a place that she could be um i'm not sure if that's where she wants to go, because the women's division in AW has a lot of talent, but it's the same booking inconsistencies as mm-hmm. WWE. And may- maybe there's some like signal that we're missing that things are going to change in AW. I don't oh, know. Brett literally there. posted a picture of Tony Storm. She I mean, really I would love to see that match. I know Haley would love to see that match. Heck yeah. I just don't know where else she would go. Yeah. I, I'm just so concerned. Like, I, I, okay, I'm wearing an AEW shirt, right? So don't kill me. But, like, they have a woman's booking problem, too. Yeah. So they always say, oh, men, you can just fall back and go to AEW or whatever. Like, if you get released, you want to leave, you go there. But where are the women meant to go? I mean, like, there's yeah. Impact, but, like, Impact has, like, pretty, pretty good booking of women, yeah. but and not enough viewers. Yeah. 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 I think I think AEW's issue with the women's division is they perceive a lot of the talent as developmental and mm-hmm. that they'll be stars in five years and not stars now, like the Layla Hirsch's of the world. And the issue with that is your roster is so small and you have so few stars that exactly. yes, exactly. That if you put Tony Storm in there, she who she can wrestle Brit, she could wrestle Sheeta, but how are we going to get these developmental talent where they need to be? You know? And that was my concern with the Ty Conti match was people were Mm -hmm. like counting her out because she didn't look like a credible challenger. But why was that? Because they don't have feuds that aren't the feuds that are Mm -hmm. happening. Like they have this 
Anna J, Ty Conti, Ruby Soho, but versus Bunny, Penelope Ford, Nyla Rose thing. But you can't just go back to that every time you need another women's match. We can't continue to be in yeah. that same circle. You have people like Chris Statlander and Layla Hirsch. Give them a feud. Give them something more than just one match. Like you also have Red Velvet. You have Jade Cargill, who's kind of, you know, in the TBS title scene, all that stuff, which is a thing all on its own. You also have Thunder Rosa, and we think Thunder Rosa is probably going to end up with the title and all that mm -hmm. stuff. But where is Britt going to go after that? Because you don't have any other feuds. Yeah. And I think I don't. I'm not going to pretend to know what Tony Khan thinks, but I think he thinks putting Nyla Rose in there because she's a former champion gives all these other talent credibility. But if there's no substance behind this feud besides that, like they're feuding because the bunnies mean. Okay, but what else? Like, you can shoot a backstage angle where Bunny and Penelope attack them. You can do that every week, and then we can have a blow-off match. But that there's no substance there, and especially compared to the men's division, the same in WWE, where we have this very complex elite storyline. Is she booking the division, or is she just producing? She, she got coaching? a producer role, but I don't think she's booking the division. Right, that's what I thought. I thought she was putting together matches and things like that. Um, yeah. If AEW Force... We could have multiple women's matches that are not Ty J versus the Ford, um, yeah. versus Penelope Ford and the Bunny. Yeah. Like, let's look at, like, okay, remember when they brought in Janai Kai for that match with Jade yep. Cargill? Yes. If you would have let them have a competitive match, that match would have been great. Even if Kiara Hogan's on your roster, Big yeah. Swole was just on your roster, and where was she on your TV? Diamante's on the roster as well. Julia Hart's there, and she can kind of go a little bit. She can be used as more than a plot device and, and Malachi Black feuds and all that stuff. And if we're gonna if we're gonna sit on this Brit and Thunder feud, how are we gonna get the other stars ahead? Exactly. We need challengers ready for Thunder Rosa once that's done. Because once Brit's gone, who's she gonna face? And she's a face. Where are your heels? Are you gonna bring up Diamante for one match? Are you gonna bring up Nyla Rose for one match? How are we gonna get there? We need to be building these people now in feuds. And this is the same issue with the WWE. I'm sorry, I'm going on a rant, but yeah. we see it with Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan just popped up into the title picture. Yeah. Tony Storm popped up into the title picture. Shotzi popped up into the title picture. They need feuds before they can get to this title picture so we can believe one that they're credible. And two, that they're actually able to go in the in the ring. Like, we believe Liv Morgan can go. We believe that Shotzi can go. We believe that they can go. But they haven't been shown that on the main roster. They don't have enough space to get over, enough match time, any of that stuff. The only matches we saw with Tony Storm before she was in the title picture was Queen's Crown Tournament. Mm -hmm. Yep. And that's the same thing with AEW, with the TBS title tournament. They have this tournament, and they've built mini feuds within the tournament. And we got... Sheeta and Deeb, which was fantastic. And we've had all these other great moments. But where are we going to get consistency? Because we're past the point of developmental in the women's division. When AEW started, I agree. There were not a lot of independent talent or free agents that they could sign that were already stars. Yeah. I completely agree. But we're past that point now. We're coming up on two years of AEW. These women have grown. They've matured. We've seen, like, Layla Hirsch. We saw her in the NWA, and she was fantastic. We've seen her on the indies. We've seen all these women doing incredible things. So when are we going to start pumping out great matches from them? It's not right. like we're going to be embarrassed on national TV because they're green, because they're not anymore. And I just don't understand how we're going to cross that barrier. I think the TBS title is going to help because I think that over time – 
TK should have signed Mercedes Martinez. Yeah. In a producer role, a coach role, in ring role. She's still floating around out there. She would have been a great signing for them. Kyla, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but there are so many women on the indie scene right now. You can even look like, look at Alley Catch, for example. There's no way you're telling me they couldn't swoop her up and sign her right now and turn her into a star over there. She would do great. I mean, I don't know if she wants to get signed or not, obviously, but like, there's so many possibilities for women who are on the Indies and aren't. But you, okay, you could prioritize some of the people coming from WWE, but you could also prioritize some people coming from the Indies. Imagine Tony Storm versus Ali Ketch in AEW. It would light the house on fire. Yeah. There's so many possibilities and opportunities here. We're bringing in all of these free agents, whether it's for the TBS title picture, if if they actually do go along with that, or when they had the um, impact relationship, they didn't bring in any women. They brought Thunder Rosa over, but she was mainly from the NWA. So where are we going with that? You could have did Deanna Perazzo versus Chelsea Green versus Britt Baker. Chelsea could have taken the pin, whatever. She wasn't a champion at that time. There was people coming from ROH. You could have took a Roxy. I mean, she's she had her um, her WWE tryout or whatever. Willow Nightingale has been in AEW Dark. Trish Dora has been in AEW Dark. There's people there who are ready and primed. It's just they're struggling, I guess, to put enough belief in them. Sorry, I'm, I'm ranting again. I'm going to cool down. <laughs> Haley, what do you think? This is a thing that I wanted to say um, also, because I was making note of this earlier, Jay Shaw, when you tweeted about the, well, you know, you lit the internet on fire with your tweet about <laughs> Becky and Bianca, but a lot of people were saying, oh, like, you know, we just need to let it play out. And, you know, what are we letting play out? You wanted to let what play out with Tony and now look. So any plans that they would have had, now they have to scrap, and now they're going to scramble, and we're mm-hmm. just, it's, we're going in the same circle all over again. Yeah, it's the same thing with Bianca. You embarrassed Bianca. Me and, and Alex I- are actually friends, so this is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you embarrassed Bianca at a pay-per-view in front of a large yeah. crowd and a national, international audience, mm-hmm. and we're supposed to let that play out like it didn't happen. And then you embarrass Tony Storm on television in front of all these fans, and we're supposed to let it play out. Yeah. What's the end goal here? Are we supposed to feel so sorry for her? And we just supposed to hate WWE so much for being mean, for bullying Tony Storm that we that she gets over? I don't understand it. Let it play out. Also, uh, check your DMs, Demon Diva. Um, but let it play out is what we always hear. I'm going to let this play out to the Royal Rumble when we have 17 women who could compete in that match. We have a little over half of the field on their main roster. So that means they're going into NXT and they have to get a bunch of legends out of retirement. Mm-hmm. How, how are we going to do WrestleMania even? You need these young stars. That's what WrestleMania is always for. It's like a little bus that'll take Look at Bianca. It took Bianca on the bus with Sasha. Bianca's a big star. We could have did that with Tony. I'm just so... I just don't want this to happen again. This is so avoidable, I feel like. Mm -hmm. And we just keep going in circles with this. Like, men or women. And I think Tony was lucky here to be able to request her release, right? But, like, there's people who don't get to. They just have to sit and wait around until they get released. Yeah. I'm... Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean... I'm not going to look a gift horse in the mouth and say, 
Tony Storm, you know, I don't know why she was released when she asked. I don't know what the reasoning there was. I'm glad that she was able to make a change yeah. that she wanted and she wasn't held in WWE indefinitely if she didn't want to be there. But I just think the hiring practices in this company are just absurd. Why hire a cult following indie darling like Tony Storm if you're not going to make her a star? I just don't understand it. Well, and I also, think that's oops, sorry. Nope, you go. Well, I think that's their problem too. You know, when AEW was coming up, they were like, oh, we got to scramble and sign all this talent, all this mm -hmm. indie talent. And then they didn't know what to do. And then they lost all their top stars. And now, look. I want to take a second to like, let's look at Tony's career in, in WWE yeah. in general. So when okay. she was in NXT UK, she had a great run. NXT UK mm -hmm. Women's Champion. I think she got dethroned by Rhea. I'm pretty sure, like 90% sure that was what happened there. Mm -hmm. uh, but then from there, she moves over to regular NXT, right? That happened like what? Like it was, it was Vengeance Day when they had that match with Tony and, and the triple threat. So probably mm -hmm. a little bit before that, probably like last summer or so, she probably came over. So if we look at that from, from then to now, from NXT to now, what substantial things has Tony done within the company? Nothing. She hasn't been given anything. Of exactly. And so, oh. oh, go ahead. I was just going to say it's, it's so 180 from NXT UK when she was putting on great matches and she was putting on great matches in NXT too. She brought up a new finisher, well, finisher and everything when she went to the main roster yeah. as well. But like she was trying to adapt, she was trying to make it work for them, and and they just weren't willing to work with her. Well, and when you know when she was called up, oh, to, thank you, thank yes. you so much. You know when she was called up to the main roster, and they were teasing it and building it, and then mm -hmm. like it just never went anywhere, and she was sitting backstage all the time, and they claimed that they had nothing for her. Why, why even bring her up then? Like, what was the what was the purpose? She debuted in July, right? Yes, and then we didn't exactly. see her until, like, September. And people literally yes. had to complain on social media about it for them to do anything. Haley's getting and, mad. And then they went out. Queen's Crown Tournament and made her lose in a squash match in the first round. Yeah. Thank you, I guess. I remember I was sitting there. I was, like, looking at the Queen's Crown Tournament bracket i was like oh let's go we got Liv, we got tony we got yes. i don't remember who else was in the tournament i, I didn't pay attention that much i was like so excited i was like it's either gonna be Liv or it's gonna be tony or it's gonna be yeah. one of them boom boom both out in the first round my mind is blown i'm like especially for those two who have such a strong passionate fan base especially especially Liv, and i just i just don't know wwe viewership is falling Year on year, it's going down. You have someone who people get behind and they'll tune in to see, and you don't put them in a prominent spot. It makes no sense. You, why Liv has this just organic cult following. Tony has an organic cult following. If you're not going to put them against the horsewomen, which I don't think they would let anyone threaten their position, put them in a feud with each other. I don't care how you do it. I right. would watch... I would literally I would watch it every week. incredible. I said the same thing with Bianca and Rhea. You yeah. have these four women. Why did I say Shotzi when Liv was right there earlier? Sorry, Shotzi. <laughs> Got to bump you out for Liv. She's a little older. Um, but I think from there, you have these four women who are 
who could be the next the next um part of your division for the next couple of years. Like I said earlier, it's super concerning. They're not doing it with the men either. Who is going to dethrone Roman? Who's going to become a star out of Roman and his in his reign? What is Roman's reign going to mean? What like uh, how? Okay, that that came out real weird because I was going to say Roman reigns and it's reign, but how are we going to how are we going to turn shit into lemons here? Because that's what we need to do. Because there's shit everywhere and there's <laughs> lemons nowhere. Where are the lemons coming in? I'm really concerned about Roman because yeah. there's realistically no one on the roster who's in a position to challenge him. And my concern is that he's going to go without a strong challenger until someone in NXT is ready. And I don't, want that to happen. I don't want that to happen. Do I yeah. think someone in NXT should beat Roman? Sure. Why not? It'd be a cool star making moment. It'd be John Cena curting. I less. fucking guess. Who gives but- a fuck? <laughs> Oh, do I got the audio for it? Hold on. Continue talking. I'm going to pull it up. But if, is Roman going to have any substantial challengers in the meantime? Even if you don't... Who gives a fuck? Sorry. Even if you don't think anyone's going to beat him until you pull someone from NXT and make them a star. <laughs> yes! These I shows just, always get real bad. It's because we're angry. We're legitimately upset. Where was this? Where's Damian Priest versus Roman Reigns? Yes, even if they're not going to beat Roman Reigns, that feud. Yes. Why is Drew McIntyre facing fucking Madcap Moss? Where's my other woman's match? I just Karrion Cross was the Vince guy. He had yes. everything Vince works for, and he. <laughs> I mean, same, oh, I love but... Oh god, I just. The booking is just nonsensical. Like, same thing with Becky and Charlotte and Bailey and Sasha. Even if you don't want anyone to ever have a major win against them, fine. But if you could give them strong oh, they don't care. Sasha's talent, black. They'll let her lose all the time. I mean, yeah. But we can get people over in a loss. And WWE doesn't understand that. They think you have to win. Or you have to be beaten so badly that people just feel so bad for you. That you just become the next Daniel Bryan. Bianca, maybe? Did that work for you? Is is Bianca Daniel Bryan to you? I think Bianca was booked incredibly until, Up you know, until the Becky thing. Exactly. Yeah. It was right there. She was hot. You were like, I want to make her hotter. She she was on fire. Yes. And they're acting like they couldn't have given them, like, a 10-minute match, like a teaser for exactly. a future match. If they had done a 10-minute match and Bianca had lost, whatever. But that makes us want to see another match. And we are... The let it play out crowd is like, let it play out. No, I don't want that to play out. I want a strong feud. And they're just not going to get it. Because they're Um, women. Yeah. Okay. So remember when we had that match with, um, with Tony Storm, that title contenders match? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was three minutes and seventeen seconds. And let me see that. Okay. Oh, um, with Tony Storm. Three minutes and seventeen seconds. And then before that, she she beat Zelina and Carmella heading into the Queen's Crown by count out in two fifteen. 
And then she went to the Queen's Crown tournament and lost in two minutes and 10 seconds. So besides um, the Survivor Series match and her last two matches, all of her matches on the main roster were under three minutes. So besides three matches, all of her matches were three minutes long, under three minutes long. That's that's just, it's confusing, it's disappointing, and it's just infuriating. Yeah, I'm not saying you have to give them 30 minutes. I'm not yeah. saying they need 60 minutes. But you can't, sac- on all your hours of program, you can't sacrifice 10 to 15 for Tony Storm. Then you have no business having Tony Storm because you clearly don't understand who she is as a wrestler. Why did you pie her in the face? What was the point? I'm gonna pull up, we're going to pull up that picture. Because why? Hold on, guys. You guys can keep talking. I'm going to pull up pie face Tony Storm. But, you know, I also think that when the women's evolution started, like, mm-hmm. there's so much hope that the company could go in a different direction. And I was, so, I, everybody was excited for it, you know? The Give Divas a Chance movement, like, all of that. An extra time for happy talk. Stop. Stop happy talk. But, you know, I feel like after Rhonda left, mm-hmm. we went, we reverted back to that. So, <laughs> ridiculous. Shame. We're going we're gonna to put this Here's up while we talk for a little bit so you guys can see what we're talking about. You can get the visual here. You can understand the voices, I'm guessing. Sorry, Haley, you can continue. <laughs> No, but, like, we've just reverted back ever since, you know, Rhonda left, and I understand, but also, was this all just a ploy to make it seem like you were going to make a difference, just because you signed Rhonda Rousey? Like, okay. (laughs) The entire time leading up to the pay-per-view, the all-women's pay-per-view, that whole, from gives divas a chance to then, part of me was saying, oh, this is PR. Like, this is them trying to be different and trying to capitalize on the rising feminine movement in the U.S. and in Europe. And yep. And now look. Well, I don't want to say that I was right, but I do think that there is an argument to be made that that it was PR and it was for attention. Well, and, you know, we haven't seen another all women's pay-per-view since, so. Yeah, because that's, if they were focused on making real systemic change within their organization in favor of women and in favor of feminism, then we would see the effects of that change now because the system would be altered. But they made no changes, apparently. We can look at that picture of Tony Storm and see that. Because she's she's not, she's feminine, but she's not, you know, a Barbie doll. She's not, you know, a Charlotte. She's not, you know, a Becky. So... And because of her character, she has this more, like, athletic, more masculine feel to her. Apparently, there's no room for her. Can't she just be a bad bitch? I don't understand. How hard is that? You look at character like a badass. I don't know. She looks good and she can beat your ass. Just let it go. Like, just... I don't know. And I don't know if they made you know pitches to her for character changes if they pitched ideas to her and she was just not having it and that's why she asked for her release i have no idea or i don't know any of just this in the face that is an appropriate reason to ask for your release as well if it was nothing yeah. more than that if you got pied in the face on live tv and you're like i want to leave this job 
I can respect that. And a lo- a I lot can of- too. A lot of people say it's wrestling. That's the business. Yeah. But if my boss pied me in the face and embarrassed me in front of my peers. Kylie, I'm going to pie you in the face. I'll pie you in the face at Revolution. We can talk about it then. <laughs> we'll get a clip for ADHD was in everything. Now this is a feud. Two-thirds <laughs> vote? Always feuding. Two-thirds vote. Okay. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. If you guys have any um, ideas in the chat um, or anything you want us to talk about, any topics, any questions you want to get involved in the conversation, make sure you guys leave a comment. Um, we want to make sure that we can touch on everything you guys have in mind. We hope we're giving you some good coverage. I know a lot of this is just us ranting, uh, but we thought it was important to kind of have a space for people to come and let their ideas mm-hmm. out and kind of vent a little bit. Uh, Twitter can sometimes be a harmful place, so if you are accepted here, your ideas are accepted here. Um, we'll try to bring as many comments up on the screen as we can. Um, if you guys have any questions, we're, we're definitely open to answering them. Um, this also is your crew that will be with you on Sundays at uh, 6 p.m. every day on this Body Slam channel here for ADH Divas. Um, the show that cannot stay on one topic is what we've been coined as, I guess. We've got some comedy bits, some comedy stylings, if you will. Um, we got some hot takes. Uh, we have opinions. We have strong oh. opinions. I was just about to call myself Hot Take J Shell, and I remember that it was Hot Take Cake, and I, I don't want to steal Hot Take Cake. I just said, "Oh my God, Hot Take Cake!" I'm I'm gonna come up with a meme for that later. We'll figure that out. Sorry, um, but yeah, we we will have a show on Sundays at 6 p.m. for you guys. Uh, kind of doing something like this, probably not as angry every time. Hopefully not. Um, it's a done deal. Oh, Juice Robinson is tweeting it. I didn't think Juice Robinson had Twitter. What is that him? I don't remember. One of them doesn't have social media. It's either I think it is Juice. I don't know. I guess it does have. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not good with that. Or was it? Let's look. Let's check this out. I'm on my phone right now. If you guys have any updates that you think we've missed, um, notice how the women's division booking changed after John T was Aaron <laughs> Do I got it here? Oh, your championship? St- Why are you spoiling it? Stop <laughs> <laughs> me ruining the bed. Guys, <laughs> stay strapped up. Let me check out Juice Robinson's Twitter real quick. I don't even know his Twitter handle. Uh, he's definitely being tagged in a lot of stuff right now. Um, Juice Robinson. I can't find anything right now. Um, Dave Melter tweeted Tony Storm released though. I don't. I'm, I'm just I. We don't know. We have no solidified details out of Tony's mouth yet. Um, oh, it's on IG. Okay, let me check. Um, but I mean, I hope for the best for both of them. To be honest, I feel like that's the whole point of this stream is we wanted great things for Tony and we wanted her to succeed within the company. And there were so many ways that she could have that it's kind of um, appalling that she wasn't able to. Um, but, I mean, I guess that's just a system that has been set up. Let me check out Juice Robinson's the story Instagram. of WWE. If you look at all the women they've released, you have the strong women's division there. If you just signed all of them. I just, I don't know. Who? Okay, let's talk about the Royal Rumble real quick now that we... We have one less person here. Who do you guys think is winning the, the Royal Rumble next year? I have no clue. At this point, I have no idea. <laughs> Maybe Charlotte for the Heat. 
Honestly, Why I wouldn't not? even put it past them at this point. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I I feel like I'm. A, I mean, Sasha is a good shout. Um, I would think if Bailey's back, which it doesn't seem like it right now, I would have went for Bailey. Yeah, uh, I would have yeah. went. I would. I would go for even an Alexa Bliss, maybe. Maybe. Um, if she's returning around then too, so many goddamn variables. It depends if they want to give Liv Morgan maybe a crowding moment this weekend. Um, <clears throat> about that, uh, but you know, that's for another time. But I'm just concerned for where this company is going in terms of their women's division. Shayna. I mean, that that would be a choice that would be smart. Yeah, but I would have went for Shayna. I mean, they went with Bianca, which was a smart choice. I honestly, but I, then what happened? Well, in my opinion, the Royal Rumble should be used every year to make a star. Yep. So, why not Shayna? Why not Liv? You why know, not even like a EO goddamn Shirai? What, like any anyone in NXT, I would love to see win the Rumble. Rhea could be great too if you're actually going to push her. You mm-hmm. put the machine behind her. Shotzi could be dope as well. If you want to give us a surprise, I mean, like, I just. Oh my god, that elimination chamber stuff was great. It was even great when she was breaking Nia Jax and Eva Marie's arms, and we thought that she was going to go back to who she was. And guess what happened? She did it. Please leave her cow down there. Don't leave that girl alone, Miss Girl. Mm-mm, mm-mm. We are all scared for EO. Also, we are super scared, terrified, cause she can go. She's a wrestler's wrestler. And what happens when there's wrestlers, wrestlers on that main roster? I don't even want to put that energy out into the universe right now. Uh. I I feel like we. Okay, when was it the last the last batch of releases was November 18th and November 4th was the one before that. So now it seems like at least once a month there's something that is incredibly um controversial, but like at the same time we can all agree upon this was WWE's mistake. Mm-hmm. And that they just screwed up. And like how are you going to continue to keep your company alive when you have these things happening week well, not week, month after month. Well, that was basically week after week when it was like the two two weeks um, separating those releases. That was insane. And then also, sorry, not to get on my hit row shit, but like BFAB? Yeah. You want women who can speak and who have mic skills because you think that woman can't cut promos. But when you have a woman who can't cut a promo... I'll go, oh, she 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 can go anyway. She she's perfect. We like her. And then you have B Fab who can't wrestle because she's too green. Maybe one, you took out her development too early. And two, she doesn't have to wrestle. She's a manager. Exactly. I I just don't know how we transition from here. What do the next what does the next year look like in this goddamn women's division? I don't know. There's so much uncertainty, yeah. especially with all the releases. There's just if they keep booking it like it is, I think the ne- the next foreseeable future we'll just have the horsewoman. And I agree. 
And the bottom so, of the so They're gone because Charlotte wants some babies soon. Becky got a baby. We don't know how long she's still going to be there. Bailey is about to come back, but she's like, what? So at least two, three months out or so. And then you look at Sasha, who's about to be a movie star soon, I bet. Exactly. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do when they leave? It's going to be like the Attitude Era um, tr- transitioning into the Ruthless Aggression Era all yes. over again for them. They lost Rock and Austin at the same time. And now you're about to lose probably all the four horsemen. I'd say that's going to happen within like five years of each other. They're all just going to duck out like one after another. What are you going to do then? Who are you going to be your stars then? I don't know. Mandy Rose, maybe? (laughs) Don't know. How? (laughs) I just, okay. I'm going to think positively. Let's look at the NXT women's roster. You got KLR over there, right? Great. Zoe Starks. Starks. Mm -hmm. Wow. Ricky Starks. Zoe Stark. She's good. She can go. Who else is over there? They might get Roxy. Y'all better not fuck up Roxy. Swear to God. They have Cora Jade over there. They got Lash Legend, Amari Miller. They got Tesha Price Fallon something. I don't remember what her last name is over there, but she's Fallon now. Um, They got some people from, I guess, next in line if they want to give them contracts as well, but like my dude, unless they're Bianca Belair, good fucking luck. Genuinely, good luck. <laughs> I, I, I'm so wondering if if this new age stars thing is a problem for them because they they didn't accept what NXT was, or I guess kind of is now because I think they're still gonna struggle with that, or if it's just because they're like. We have this, so we don't need to worry about the future. Like, they're so, like, close-minded and, like, I guess, like, near-minded, I guess you could say, because, like, they're not thinking about their future right now. And and that's so important to the longevity. When we talk about AEW, all we talk about is the future of their business. They have these stars who can be their future. They have a bunch of women's wrestlers who's what, who can be the future. Mm-hmm. And that's a plus for them, obviously. They have women's wrestlers who will be able to go in five years. Like you said, they might view them as five years out. But, you know, they still have them in those five years. Who are you going to have that's built in those five years? Who are you going to have, period? Who's going to be there in five years? Nobody. Who knows? You know when they have, like, the tumbleweed? The tumbleweeds going through the towns? That's just... just, Yeah, pretty much. They're going to have to really buckle down on this homegrown talent. Yeah college athlete thing if this is the direction that they're going and this is what they believe in then yes that's what they need to do i don't know how that recruiting is going to work i don't know how many college athletes realistically especially as women want to be wrestlers and like i would just be there to collect my bag and go yeah Yeah, a lot of them don't even have to wrestle exactly a lot of them are just doing like promo classes why do you have somebody you don't probably plan on, on signing like I cutting from yeah I don't know I 
do okay. What do you guys think about, about Liv Morgan at day one? Let's talk about this for a second because I guess they're kind of related. And then we're probably gonna wrap up around the hour mark for this show. What do you guys think about day one? I mean, I think I want her to win. <laughs> well, yeah, I want her to win. I think Liv Morgan of all sort of the mid card women is the most ready yeah. to be a champion. I think she's definitely improved a ton. You know, she's been training with Natalia. She's working really hard. Uh, but do I think that WWE thinks that? No. I don't, I don't think. Know. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I don't even know if I want her to win here. Sorry. I love Liv Morgan. Don't sue me. But that needs to be Bianca, I feel like. You screwed her over so much that she better win at Mania or something crazy like that. And I feel like we shouldn't have put Liv Morgan here in the first place right now. How hard was it to keep her on SmackDown? Have her challenge Charlotte when they already have their history. Build her up on SmackDown. I'm not going to bang on my table. I really want to. Build her up on SmackDown. Put her in the title picture. Let her win a championship. This is so easy. So easy. How, how is Bianca not a champion right now when you just did a draft and you let her contend for the title multiple times? You let her lose. Multiple times. I don't know. I just think in their mind, they don't think Bianca. There is no way Bianca is winning this Rumble back-to-back. She won last year. I hi- I've he- I heard that so many times under that tweet. Bianca's winning the Rumble. Bianca's winning the Rumble. She's not winning that goddamn Rumble. I don't think so. Either. I think her. she has a lot of fans. But I think it would be naive that she, that she had last year going into the Rumble. Yeah. I think I mean, it's sad because it's WWE, WWE's fall. It's their booking. But I think genuinely they don't think Bianca and Liv are stars. I think that they just see them as, you know, stable pieces of the division. I That is the move. But the question is, is does WWE think that's the move? Yeah. And if, in my opinion, if that was the move, they should have given Bianca a competitive match on Becky's return, because then it makes sense that she would be ready. But you you embarrassed her, and haven't really given her anything to get her momentum back. She's probably not going to win the Rumble. She's probably not going to get anything that would get the ball rolling into Mania. So maybe Elimination Chamber. Maybe. 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 But even then, it's like. Is do do we think WWE planned that far ahead from last year? No, <laughs> no. So it's do I think that that should be the move? Yeah, but do I think it's going to happen? No. I, my concern is why isn't Bianca on this pay per view right now? I I understand I that know. there's I understand she's in a feud with Dewdropper. You need to take Rhea Ripley away from Nikki Ash right now. Just yeah, put mm-hmm. them in a feud together. Yeah. Why? Why are we not doing that? I think Elimination Chamber is happening in in um, Saudi Arabia. To be honest, that that might be completely wrong. Might have to fact check me. I don't remember completely the schedule, but I know that they have um, Royal Rumble on January thirty or thirty one or something like that. It's very late in January, mm-hmm. and then they have an early pay per view in March. And I think that's the Elimination Chamber happening in in Saudi. Not completely sure, but back to my point. 
I think they should be doing Bianca versus Rhea right now. It would both get them super hot. They'd have matches lighting up the whole show. They'd always yeah. steal matches at night. They're two great competitors. They're both these women who we need to see against each other, who they kind of had some matches in NXT, but now they're two completely different people. Bianca's mm-hmm. a big star. I, I am just so baffled. Baffled if, is the word. If Bianca versus Becky at Mania was the move, then Bianca would be on this pay-per-view. Yeah. Realistically, we don't yeah. have that much longer until Mania. And if they put Bianca versus Becky at WrestleMania with two weeks of build or something absurd, like they like to do with the women, it's not going to work. People aren't going to get behind her again. They got behind her because she was an underdog and she was fresh and new and exciting. And then they fed her to Becky and that was it. I'm trying to pull up this pay-per-view schedule for this next year to see what we're working with so far. Okay, they have Super Showdown 2022, apparently, February 24th. Mm-hmm. There's no March pay-per-view announced yet. Okay. Whatever that means, I guess. But, like, uh, maybe they do. Just don't do no fast lane, please. I don't... Uh, okay. Let's wrap this show up, ladies. I think okay. we've we've screamed a lot. We've ranted a lot. Thank you guys so much for tuning in with us. Let's get some plugs in so you guys can follow all of these wonderful ladies on the social medias and follow their work because we're some pretty hardworking ladies and we deserve to rant sometimes. Uh, Haley, can you plug all the stuff you got going on? I know you're doing a lot right now. Sure. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. Oop, wrong side. You can follow me on Twitter right there. Um, I also write for Bodyslam.net. We're doing ADH Divas um, every Sunday at 6, 6 p.m. EST, yeah. yep. Yeah, and I'm also the lead wrestling writer over at Nerds and Beyond, so you can check all my stuff out there as well. Kylie, you know what's coming to you next. Yep. You can follow me on Twitter at Fuller underscore Kylie. Not uh, I'm also the hand on- point. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm also on ADHD bus. Um, I'm writing on bodyslam.net. Uh, I do the GCW post show. We, we're doing a post show for the all GCW shows. Yeah, both of the shows coming up on this weekend. Yeah, we're doing we're reviewing them in one show. Yeah, both New right Year's after, Year's. right after the New Year's, the New Year's Day show. Yeah, I and love this. Can this be our thing now? Yes, I love it. Oh, Dan, you finally yeah. get credit for it board, though. Pretend it didn't happen. You guys never saw this. Okay, <laughs> I think I interrupted it. your plug. I'm sorry, Kai. Uh. Where was I? Oh, I, I'm doing interviews with Jay Shell. I'm doing a lot of everything. Yes. Um, once again, just want to remind you guys, this is the ADHD Divas crew. We'll be here with you for our first episode on Sunday. And we got lots to talk about. We're going to be talking day one. We're going to be talking this whole week and probably do some Tony Storm recap also because this was important as well. We'll talk a little bit of NXT, I'm guessing. Probably prep for the Impact shows and NXT shows we got coming up. We'll talk some GCW also over there as well. But make sure you also check out that post show. Um, and yeah, we got some comedy stuff going on too. Haley's gonna eat an onion in the first episode. <laughs> We're gonna eat an onion. I'm not gonna eat an onion. Haley's gonna eat an onion. You're gonna uh, eat. I'm not gonna spoil it. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Um, but we are so excited to bring you this show. 
if you can't tell, we're just literally three best friends and we all just goof around the whole time. Probably goof around after the show's over for the next hour or so. But thank you guys so much for checking this out. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Nicole. Oh, I got it right this time. Um, I'm about to hit 2,000 followers. I'm about 100 followers away. I set Twitter on fire today with the Bianca Becky post. So it's just right for me to get on here and rant. Um, but I'm so grateful for you guys all tuning in. We had a great turnout for the show uh, under bad circumstances, of course. But thank you guys so much for checking us out. Um, I'll be on the Distraction channel from Fightful today at 6.30, previewing AEW Dynamite as well. I was on Fightful last night, and that, well, not last night, last afternoon, like 1 p.m. or so. That video is up on the Fightful channel with Sean Rossap doing day one predictions. But... I am also co-managing editor at Bodyslam.net. So you guys can check out my writing work. We got interviews coming out, like Kylie said. I also do a Fantasy Book Friday show on Fridays at 5 p.m. I bounce around. I do whatever I got to do. I got all my stuff on my Twitter if you want to follow me and, and keep up. I'm in two books. I should have brought the books over here to promote. Sorry, guys. They're on my Twitter if you want to follow me. I'm in two books about social justice. Oh, yes. They released March 8th. I'm so excited if I could show you. I'm going to bring up a picture next time so I can just have it over here. But I don't have the books with me. But um yeah follow bodyslam.net on all social media platforms that's tiktok instagram twitter facebook twitch youtube um i don't know if i'm missing anything but i think that's everything bodyslam.net is the app for everything um thank you guys so much for tuning in do we have any last words any last comments from anybody no I think we're done. I think we're piecing out over here. Thank you guys so much for tuning in once again. It's been so great to kind of interact with you guys uh, and give you guys a platform and us a platform, more importantly, to talk about all this stuff and, and kind of get out all of our ideas and, and our anger. Um, we hope you enjoyed this stream, and we hope to see you uh, on Sunday with ADHD. Peace out, y'all. Bye.